Listener Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week here on The Scorecard, Australia's number one daily sports news podcast. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 11th of April. And I hope you all enjoyed a long weekend, because boy, do we have some sport to rip into. Today, a Spanish star gets his hands on a green jacket, the Cats Premiership defence finally gets off the mark, and a host of Aussies still in contention to ring the bell at Bells Beach. But first... I feel the need, the need for speed. The Olympics might only come around once every four years, but every year at Easter time in Australia, we crown a king and queen of speed. The race to be part of gift folklore is a true uphill battle. Over 120 metres in 12 seconds. To become the fastest, the greatest... This is the 138th running of the legendary Stall Gift. The Stall Gift, Australia's greatest foot race held in the small country Victorian town of Stall, took place once again over the weekend, and this year, the teenagers took over. So away they go, Antonino got a pretty good start. Well, Mundine slipped. He's out of the race, I reckon. Dunmore is there, then back to Tarrant. Got a bit of work to do. Rizzo is starting to move into his work as well. Tarrant, can he get there? In the men's race, it was an absolute photo finish, but in the end, 18-year-old Ryan Tarrant took the chocolates. Coming in, I was like, have a bit of fun. So I came in, I was like, wow, I won. And if you think that sort of performance is impressive from an 18-year-old, wait till you check out the women's race. So away they go, clean start. Henderson got away. Okay, Watson began really well. Back to Pasquale. Hastings, O'Dwyer starting to move. Berridge in the red. O'Dwyer starting to move forward. Looks like she's going to be the winner here. Pasquale! Pasquale gets up and turns the tables on O'Dwyer. Bella Pasquale, not yet old enough to celebrate her win with a glass of champagne, took out the richest foot race in the country. The 16-year-old and men's winner Tarrant both took home $40,000 winner's checks, which is a hell of a lot better pay than a weekend job at Mackers. From sunrise to sunset. Rahm wins the Masters Marathon. The PGA Tour has scored a first-up win over the Rebel Live Tour when Spaniard John Rahm, a PGA Tour player, became the Masters champion yesterday, defeating Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka, both Live-contracted players, by four shots. I win, you lose, I win, you lose. Kepka led the tournament heading into the final round, but his putter went cold on the final day, leaving the door open for Rahm to walk through and claim his first green jacket and second major trophy. Never thought I was going to cry by winning a golf tournament, but I got very close on on that 18th hole. Um, and a lot of it because of, of what it means to me and, and to Spanish golf, right? It's, it's Spain's 10th major for a player to win the Masters, fourth. And uh, my second win, right, my second major win, it's, it's pretty incredible. And, and to play the way I did today on, on Sunday, uh, only one bogey, you know, on difficult conditions and coming in with a margin of... Hard to explain. You know, a lot, a lot of pride, and I'm really proud of myself from what I did. Understandably, a very proud Ram. But while he savoured the victory, another player was eating humble pie. Tiger Woods this morning, at 7:15 a.m., has withdrawn from his 25th Masters appearance due to injury. The five-time Masters champion Tiger Woods was forced to withdraw from the tournament for the first time in his professional career after making the cut for a record-equaling 23rd consecutive time. 
While Woods was doing his best impersonation of a tin man by the third round, he cited a plantar fasciitis injury as the reason for his withdrawal. And sadly, as Woods himself admitted pre-tournament, we're no guarantee to see the great man walking the fairways of Augusta next year. When you're playing this course, does it ever cross your mind, this could be the last time? Yes, it has. I didn't know, I mean, last year was kind of a, didn't know if I was, was going to play again at that time. Uh, for some reason, everything kind of came together. And I kind of pushed it a little bit and I was able to make the cut, which was nice. And I don't know how many more I have in me, just to be able to appreciate the, the, the time that I have here and, and cherish the, the memories. It's taken till round four, but finally the defending AFL premiers have fired a shot. Hawkins has got a one-on-one -on -one here. There's a definite hold of the jumper. The advantage is paying. Rowan to Cameron. Cameron the open goal. Geelong hit the front for the first time. After winning the 2022 grand final comfortably over the Sydney Swans, the Geelong Caps slept through the first three rounds of the season to be winless down the bottom of the AFL ladder. But yesterday, in the now traditional Easter Monday fixture against the Hawks at the MCG, the Cats reminded everyone just how good their best really is. Sort of what we've been doing a little bit. We've got faith that our best footies at a high level, but we knew that we needed to fight really hard, you know, to one get this game on our terms, but build a bit of momentum um, in our season. I thought the second half, especially the third quarter, um, was a good sign for us, and hopefully we can carry that momentum in. But yeah, we, I mean, we fully understand that there are going to be um, challenges throughout the year. The comp's just so even. Cats coach Chris Scott post-match keeping a glass-half-full approach to the season after his side's 82-point win over the Hawks, led by their spearhead Jeremy Cameron, who finished the game with seven goals. Oh, that was a nice day. The Cats, along with the other 17 teams in the competition, will now head for the City of Churches, with the league's inaugural gather-round set to take place this weekend, where all nine games will be played in and around the City of Adelaide. So hold on to your Farmers Unionised coffees, because it's going to be a big couple of days. Yeah, except today. If you hear a bell ringing today, it's not an angel getting its wings, it's somebody winning the most iconic trophy in world surfing. Here for the Rip Curl Pro, Bells Beach presented by Bonsoy. The Bells Beach Pro is into its final days. The women's event is at the quarterfinal stage, while the men's is down to the final 16 competitors with one notable big name missing. Xavier Huxtable is putting it to the yellow leader jersey at the moment. He's in the lead against... Jack Robinson, and he continues to hammer those inside sections. 5.5, seven-point ride for Xavier Huxtable. Local wildcard Xavier Huxtable sent world number one and fellow Aussie Jack Robinson packing from the event, setting him up an all-Aussie round of 16 against Conor O'Leary. The pair are joined by fellow Aussies Ethan Ewing, Jackson Baker, and Ryan Callanan in the final 16, while on the women's side, 50% of the surfers left are Australian, with two-time world champion Tyler Wright, eight-time world champion Steph Gilmore, Isabella Nichols, and current world number one Molly Picklam all through to the quarterfinals. Goody, goody, goody. The swell is expected to drop as the week goes on, so it's likely we could hear bells ringing by the end of the day. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.